Welcome to the Lush Hearts Blossoming Podcast. I know what it is to suffer. I know what it is to want more in your life. Let this podcast be a tool and a resource for you to create the life of your dreams. I'm your host, Ashen Wolf. I'm an extrasensory coach, completion process, and parts work facilitator, and shaman. Let's get into today's episode. Hello, my beautiful community, my beautiful family, my beautiful human family. This is Ashton Wolf here, and today we are going to be talking about codependency and how to get out of different codependency patterns when you have already been doing deep inner internal work and it's not exactly translating into your physical life the way that you would like to. You can get to know me a little bit more by going to lushheartsblossoming.com. I am a certified completion process facilitator, parts work facilitator, hypnotherapist. Let's get into it. So the first thing that I want to talk about with codependency pattern is that we need to look at the shadows and the trauma there because there is deep, deep, deep trauma that is underneath codependency and all relationship patterns really. And so I really advise that if you aren't already doing deep inner work, take a look at my website and learn a little bit about it or go to thecompletionprocess.com. There are so many different ways that you can heal codependency at the root but these are different scenarios that I'm gonna put before you where you can really just get things in check by simple understandings of what's going on in your internal world in the moment. So let's get into it. Number one, we have to look at the auditory, visual, and kinesthetic reasons why you are acting in a codependent way with someone and not advocating for your needs and not advocating for your boundaries and maybe not speaking up in certain situations and maybe speaking up in ways that don't serve you in situations like speaking up in codependent ways, responding in codependent ways. So I'm going to give you guys some examples so that you can see what this really looks like. And I want you to just apply this to anywhere that you are codependent in your life and try to dig a little bit deeper past the examples that I give to what it might look like in your mind, in your internal world for you. So the first example is if somebody is consistently having a hard time advocating for their needs and advocating for their boundaries and they maybe before doing deep internal work, they knew that they were feeling drained and they knew that they needed to recharge every time that person left, but they just felt no power around being able to do anything differently. The idea to even do something differently was ludicrous. And then after they did the internal work, now they're feeling more empowered around it. And now they're more highly and acutely aware of every moment that they don't speak up and they are so determined to change this pattern, but it's still not happening and they're still choking up and they're still not able to get into it in the moment. So when we look in on this person's internal world, what we might find is every time there's a situation where they realize that they have a need that they need to take care of or that they need the other person to take care of or that they have a boundary in a certain situation, 
person, every time that comes up for them and arises for them, they are unable to translate that to the physical world, to the physical situation with the other person. And so when they look in their internal world, what they're noticing is every time they're about to speak up, it feels like they have laryngitis and it feels like they're literally choking up on the inside and it may feel muted, like their voice might feel like actually muted. So this tells us that the auditory component for this person, other than the general anxiety that they're feeling on the feeling level, that there is a component within this person that is feeling muted, that is feeling like they have no voice. And so they can rewire this in a really simple way. What they can do is they can methodically practice speaking their boundaries over and over again in their head. So when they're with that person, every time that need comes up or every time that boundary comes up to speak it in their own head to themselves again and again. How would they say it to that person? Visualizing when they would say it, visualizing how they would say it, visualizing the words that they would use to hear their voice say it in their own head again and again and again and again, and then just kind of push themselves out the door to say it out loud one time. I don't want you guys to ever get upset at yourself if there is a situation that you didn't speak up at first and it kind of goes by and then you're like, now I'm gonna speak up, that's great. If you can speak up even after the fact, that is so important and that is so healing for a codependent to learn that it is okay and it is healthy to speak up and it is healthy to say, listen, I just didn't feel comfortable before to really share my truth with you, but here's my truth now that I am feeling comfortable. Another example of an auditory component that could be messing with somebody when it comes to codependency is when people ask something of them, ask them a favor or ask them for their opinion. And it could feel like every time that happens, they feel this auditory compulsory rush that they have to say something immediately in response and that they have to make a decision immediately and that they have to say something because maybe they're feeling Feeling, on a feeling level, maybe they're feeling some pressure, maybe they're feeling like they're already very uncomfortable. And so to get out of that discomfort, they soothe themselves by immediately and getting that out to the person. So a way to rewire this is to practice the auditory phrase in your head a lot of times and to visualize yourself saying, I just need a second to think about it and I'll get back to you. So to practice saying that is going to help you rewire that auditory compulsive issue that a lot of people have with codependency where they're trying to immediately please the person and that gives you some time to think about it, to go internal and to not have the person's direct attention on you when you are deciding what it is you want and you can have a little self powwow pep talk with yourself about the situation and then you can come back and look them in the eye and say this is how I feel about it and this is what I want. In different situations, you may look at a different relationship that you're having with someone, no matter who it is, and why you are being codependent with them. And you may look at that situation like seeing them as very visually big in your head and you feeling very visually small in your head. And so you can change that around by making them small, 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 like a mouse, and you big, 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 big in your head to help give you more power. 
power. A way to rewire a kinesthetic response with someone would be if you have past situations of physical abuse or people yelling at you all the time and you have like a kinesthetic nervous system response in codependency patterns where you're feeling unsafe in your body and that's why you're doing certain things, then you can rewire that by giving yourself a big mental hug or physically asking someone to hug you in the situation and physically asking them to soothe you in whatever way you would like so that you can soothe your nervous system. And if you have that auditory sensation of somebody like yelling at you, you could create an auditory soothing situation of like music or soothe tonings in your head instead and try playing around with that. So I want you to really be on just the feeling sensation and obviously be present with that feeling sensation and speak to that feeling sensation and validate it. These are some ways that you can get a deeper insight into the different response mechanisms that are happening within your codependency with people. So another two thoughts that come up with codependency Codependence a lot, and another two situations with codependence a lot is when somebody does something that is hurting your feelings. And in your head, you go, I can't believe they just did that. I want nothing to do with them or you're labeling them or this horrible person or I'm never going to be able to have a better relationship with them, whatever it is, or I'm going to leave them if it's like a partner. What you can do in that situation is have the balls to talk to them about it. Don't just get mad at them in your own head because you need to develop deeper understanding towards why they did what they did and give them the opportunity to make it better and give them an opportunity to see how it's hurt you and change for the future and give them an opportunity to understand you in that situation. And if you talk about it with them and their response is still really painful and really still not taking your best interest as a part of you, then you can go back to square one if you'd like. The next one, a lot of codependents will be going through their relationships or their friendships making notes like, oh, they didn't do this or they did this or they weren't what I needed in this situation here and they're making this mental note of why this person isn't a good friend or a good partner or why they're again labeling 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 them in the relationship how they're going to be in the future and who they are as a person and things like this and what you can do here to really own that pattern is to see that you need to speak up about what your needs are and what you would like them to do so for example if your partner or your boyfriend is not showing male containment when you talk to him about different situations or just in different situations in your life where you're feeling fearful or unsafe and you need him to really swoop in and be the man in that situation for you and take charge and contain you, then you need to actually take the opportunity to tell him in the moment what he's not doing and what you'd like him to do instead and see if he is willing to understand you and care enough about you to you take that role in your life instead of deciding that he's never going to be someone to do that for you then you have the opportunity to really face in the moment what kind of relationship you're in so i hope that you guys have enjoyed this video on different things in the codependency world that we can change and that we 
can have a better way of changing the pattern and getting the opposite experience that we need. Because once we do the healing work, we really need to get the opposite experience in real life so that we can be a match to new higher situations and to new people. And it's like this ladder that we never stop climbing. So you do the internal work and then you start making these alterations in your life and then you're a match to new experiences by putting that in, by you being a different person, by you asking the people in your life to be somebody else, by you stepping in and saying, this is the opposite experience that I need and you finding the people that are willing to do that for you. You need to advocate for yourself and advocate for you to get the opposite experience that was missing in your trauma and in your childhood so that you can actually genuinely heal from these patterns on a deeper level. And I hope that this has helped you to do this a little bit and take a look at some patterns you may be experiencing. Until next time. Thanks for listening to today's episode. If you want to find out more about me, you can go to blushheartsblossoming.com. If you enjoyed today's podcast, please follow us for more content. And also feel free to leave a review and write a comment to let me know how you felt about this.